If you've ever watched Shark Tank, one of my favorite shows, or this season's Dancing with the Stars, you will know the name Robert Hershevik. The resource I'm going to share with you today actually saved Robert from committing suicide last year. This resource was recommended to him by his pastor, and it literally saved his life. This tool, this resource really just might lift you out of your depression. It might make you happier and it might increase your sense of purpose in life. Today's Friday, so I always share a tool or a resource. And today, I'm sharing that very same resource with you that someone shared with Robert Hershevik. I'm Desmond, and this is your Mental Mastery Moment. This podcast is about changing the world around you by first changing the world within you. Each episode lasts less than 20 minutes and is published every weekday. My passion is to share what I've learned about personal development while remaining humble and open about the fact that just like you, I often struggle and occasionally fail. I'm real, raw, and ready to reach beyond my grasp. I hope you'll come along with me. There are a lot of fears that control us, a lot of fears that control us and cripple us and keep us from moving forward, and some fears that simply slow us down, some fears that simply cause us to hesitate a little bit before we move forward. Regardless, fears are keeping you from getting where you want to be in life when you want to be there. And I've put together a one-page report for you that will go over the five fears that are keeping you from finishing what you've started and finally reaching those goals. How do I know they do this? They did it for me. They did it to me, and I figured this out, and it doesn't mean that, poof, magically, all the fears go away. It just means I recognize them, and I know how to deal with them now, and I want you to be able to do the same thing. So request this free report by sending a text to 33444, and then inside the text, just write, my free gift, all one word, no spaces, and I'll send it to you. My free gift, text it to 33444. All right, let's talk about Robert Hershevik. He's on Shark Tank. I'm a big fan of his. I think he's a guy who's shown great compassion. He's very down to earth, but he's very much a serious businessman. And I I think he's just an admirable person. Now, I don't know the background with his marriage And so I may be off on his character. I can only go by what I see. Uh, But I I, I know, you know, there's things just happen in life. And so I know about, uh, well, about last year, he went through a divorce and he has some children. And his children kind of gave him the cold shoulder, actually did. They weren't talking to him because they were upset about mom and dad splitting up. So I don't, again, I don't know what he did. All I know is his reaction to it was tragic. He was standing on the balcony in his hotel in Canada, in Ontario, and he was seriously contemplating committing suicide. He had the presence of mind to call his pastor, John McCauley, and his pastor said, you know what you need to do? You need to get out to Seattle, and I'm not sure why Seattle, get out to Seattle and go to the Union Gospel Mission. This is an outreach to those who don't have a place to stay, to the homeless. The next day, Robert went out to the Union Gospel Mission. Now, remember, this is a guy who's got a garage full of fancy cars, the cars that everybody says they want. And he was there ready to commit suicide because relationships were falling apart. So there's one lesson in this today, and that's that, that all those things that we think we want, that we think are going to make us happy, 
aren't going to make us happy. We need to have our relationship solid. So let's get back to this story. He arrived the next day, and he was almost immediately working in the kitchen. He said it was amazing because nobody in the homeless shelter knew who he was. They thought he was a recovering addict, and he was there just to do some community service and help out. So he's in the kitchen, and he saw all these people who had nothing left, dire situations, desperation, and it really helped lift him up. Now, it wasn't just because he was working in that situation. We're going to talk about why volunteering will change your perspective on life, regardless of where you volunteer. Well, I wouldn't say regardless, but it doesn't need to be in a place like a homeless shelter. It can be, but it doesn't need to be. And that's the resource I have for you today. And I know you're going to think, well, that's not like a tech gadgety kind of thing or an app for my phone or maybe some new alarm clock that wakes you up differently in the morning. No, this resource not only is going to help you, but it's going to help your community. I'm going to go over some numbers. I'm going to go over some uh, information about what volunteering does for us to make our lives better. Because we often overlook this. We get so wrapped up. This is me speaking to me. Just make note of that, okay? I get wrapped up in trying to reach my goals and trying to uh, accomplish everything I wanted to get done today and this week and this month and this year that I forget to pause and look around at those who need help from me. And it changes who you are, just like sleep changes you and makes you a better person, just like play changes you and makes you a better person, makes your life more enjoyable. Giving of yourself in a work environment does the same thing. As I said, I've got some research statistics from a study done by United Healthcare. They surveyed over 3,000 people, 3,351 adults, and they found out how much of an impact volunteering helped the health and the well-being, the psychological well-being of all these people. It was amazing. Let's look at this now. Volunteering has been proven time and time again to combat depression. And let me say this as we go into this. One of the most important things I found in researching a lot of this is you need to volunteer in an area where you're passionate, just like your work. Isn't that funny? Just like the work you do, you need to do something that you're passionate about. Same thing with the volunteering. And so maybe the homeless issue isn't something you're passionate about. Maybe you have a heart for children with cancer, or maybe you have a heart for animals, or you have a heart for the environment, or you have a heart for migrant workers, you have a heart for uh, single moms, people from abused situations. Whatever it is that you have a heart for, go into that area. Be picky about it. Here's what I'm saying. Be picky about what you do. Don't go in. It's good to be humble, yes. But if you want this to benefit you, if you want this to change your life, if you want this to be something that you continue to do, be picky about what you do. There's plenty of opportunities. So you don't have to say, well, they really need me. Yeah, they do. They need somebody. But what they need is somebody who's passionate about what they're doing and who's going to keep doing it. So be picky about what you do. And then once you find an organization or an area where you think that you could really put your heart into, find a task in there that you're really good at because they deserve to have somebody who's really good. So again, I'm saying niche it down. Find that thing that you're really good at. It's funny because it's the same thing that we always say about other areas of our life. 
So I wanted to make sure that you understood that. And I want to make sure that you know that you, you should really, all the research I've seen said, make sure that you really are looking into the areas that you want to be working and the areas where you're very well equipped. Okay. So volunteering combats depression. Social isolation is one reason why people who are socially isolated tend to suffer more from depression. Now, one could say, well, they're socially isolated because they're depressed. But they found that when people in those socially isolated situations, meaning you don't have friends, you're not, you, you know what that means. Just make sure you understand. When they took people like this and they started to get them involved in social activities, they started to hear about how their depression wasn't as bad. So if you're saying, well, which came first, chicken or the egg? Well, certainly the depression went away as they went out and started to do more things socially. They got out and talked to more people, interacted with others, got involved in their community. The depression started to change. The United Healthcare study that I referenced, and I'll, I'll reference a few different things as I go through this in different areas, they found that 78% of the people said volunteering lowered their stress levels. And stress is a major factor when it comes to depression. This is from 3,351 adults that were surveyed about how volunteering helped them in their lives. So if you're feeling depressed, if you're feeling to the point where Robert Hershevik was ready to commit suicide, I mean, to the point that he was seriously contemplating this, so much so that he reached out to his pastor and said, I got an issue here. I need your help. That's how much he was thinking about it. And somebody with his profile doesn't just go out and start blabbering off to people about how they're going to commit suicide because it's it's not good PR. But he was smart enough to say something to the right person, and he ended up doing some volunteer work. He was actually there for two and a half weeks, by the way. I was going to say he went on rescue missions where they were bringing food out to people who were under bridges who couldn't get into the Union Gospel Mission. He said in one article I read, that he cleared out an entire Walmart of socks and just went out and started distributing. And you imagine in Seattle, you get a lot of wet socks if you're living on the streets, drizzly there all the time. And he says he's donated over 100,000 socks to homeless men, women, and children now on the streets and has become a passion of his. So back to the depression thing. He was so depressed he was going to commit suicide, and this helped him. Volunteering they say, is a lot like a happiness drug, a happiness pill. They did another research uh, project at the London School of Economics, and they found the relationship between volunteering and happiness was so strongly interconnected. They said the number of people who, who were happy rose 12% when they volunteered every two to four weeks. So not a huge commitment. It, it went up even for people who were volunteering just once a month. And then even more so for people who volunteered once a week. But every two to four weeks, the number of people who said they were happy went up by 12%. And in that United Healthcare study, 94% of those people who volunteer at some point in the last 12 months said that it improved their mood. It made them happier. And so if you're struggling with that, this resource could be what you need. That United Healthcare study again, 96% said volunteering increased their sense of purpose in life. How many people, even think of this for yourself, are struggling with the question about their purpose in life? 
How many people do you know personally have said, man, I really just don't know what I'm supposed to be doing with my life? In this study, 96% said volunteering increased their sense of purpose because they got involved in their community. They started doing things just for the sake of their community. They had no personal gain. Now, there is some personal gain, and we have to be aware of that. For example, feeling better. But it wasn't for any kind of financial profit. It was to make their community better. And they had this sudden this, this sudden purpose like, hey, I'm here on this earth. I'm in this city, in this community, in this neighborhood for a reason now. I'm here to make everybody else's life better. As you consider doing this, as you consider using this resource, now I know normally over the weekends, you're hopefully you're trying out something, an app or a website or a podcast I've shared with you. As you are considering this tool this weekend, I want you to remember something. One of the major contributors that all this research found was one, one of the major contributors to people benefiting from this was consistency. So don't jackrabbit it. Don't go out there and volunteer for a day doing all kinds of stuff and then not do it again for a year and a half. Ask yourself, can I give two hours once a month to an organization? And if that's all you can do, then do that. It's more important to do less consistently than to do a whole bunch just once because that's when you'll see the benefits happening for you. And if you can't do it once a month, then do it every two months. But most of us can find an hour, a couple hours uh, every two months or every month, really, honestly. And so I'm going to challenge you to do that. It's really interesting. Just like in our work, it's all about being consistent. The more you volunteer, the better you feel. The more consistent you are, the more this increases. It's an exponential factor in there as well. The more consistent you are, you feel better, even more so exponentially better. Uh, People who don't volunteer, they found have a misunderstanding about those who do. And maybe this is the case for you. I know it's been for me. People who volunteer, they, they believe people who volunteer have more spare time in their lives. But all the studies indicate people who volunteer don't have any more time than you or I have. In fact, many times, many of the people have less free time than we have, but they understand the purpose of volunteering and they do it anyway. A lot of people misunderstand those who are volunteering. They feel they're, and this is a big one, and think about this one. Maybe this is why you don't do it. Maybe you do it. Maybe this is why somebody doesn't. They feel that others are better people, and then they don't measure up by comparison. It's like, you know, I'd go do that. Those people are just better people. I just don't, I don't fit into that group. You do. And the more you do it, the more you'll feel that you do. That's that, that's that perpetual misconception when you actually break that momentum and you actually go do it you'll find that things shift things change and you start to realize no i'm on par with these people so this is what i want you to do there's a couple of websites i'm going to send you to so if you're trying to find something an organization or somewhere where you can help in your community and i looked i live in a little part of south florida I looked to see what was available, and actually an organization I've been to before showed up, and they had a lot of opportunities. So you'll almost, I'm almost certain. Now, this is, oh, you know what? If, I, if There may be one. I don't know what country you're in. I know a lot of people are in the United States, and I know volunteermatch.org, volunteermatch.org will work in the United States. Also, idealist.org. 
will work in the United States as well and may work in other countries. So do a Google search on volunteer, searching for volunteer opportunities. You'll find something in your country, in your area, in your neighborhood that will connect you with an organization that needs your help. Some cities actually have them set up. I know I'm talking to a friend in Nashville and they have something like that. And so I, I want you to do that. That's your tool. That's your resource for this weekend. Volunteering for somebody else to help make your life better and theirs, but yours as well. All because of just reading this article about Robert Hershevik from Shark Tank. Man, it's amazing. I hope that you do this. I really hope that you take the initiative to do this and don't overcommit. Just like making that decision. That's it. I'm going to start working out. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to get this done. And you think I'm going to go every single day for two hours. And you go three days and you're burnt out and you're done and it never happens again. Don't do that. Tell them, say, I've got about an hour. I've got about four hours. I've got six hours, whatever. Once a month, once a week, once every two weeks, once every two months, whatever it is, make sure that it fits and take baby steps. You may find that you want to be there more often over time, but it's better to start small and work your way up than to work start way up here and burn out instantly and never go back. I want to know if you do this too. Please let me know. Reach out to me, Desmond at P. Desmond Adams or on Twitter at P. Desmond Adams. I want to hear how this changes things for you and for your community, okay? Don't forget to grab that free gift as well. You can do that by sending the text to 33444 and putting the words my free gift in there. Oh, hey, I want to thank somebody for an iTunes review. A big thanks to, and here's the username, you'll know who you are, new to news. Uh, The headline on this review for the podcast for this show says simple and easy yet powerful. Thank you for that. I try to do all three of those things. Here's what they say. I came across this podcast looking for ways to help develop my focus and discipline. Well, glad I came across this podcast and found what I needed. I'm starting my business. I'm totally in need of this with juggling so many hats as a full-time working mom with a side hustle I'm trying to grow. I love the simple and easy yet powerful pointers. Thank you so much. Again, that's from New to News. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. If you want to leave your rating and review in iTunes, you can do that by going to pdesmondadams.com slash iTunes. It should open up on your computer if you have it installed. If you use Stitcher, it's pdesmondadams.com slash Stitcher. That'll take you right to the Stitcher page. And I realize if you're outside in the United States, I haven't seen yours, but I actually have, and I'm going to be reading yours in the coming days. Your reviews help so much when it comes to uh, having people find this podcast. So imagine the difference we could make with today's episode if we got a whole army of people going out and just volunteering and making a difference, not only in their lives, but in the lives of the people around them. I hope this helps you. Thank you so much. And especially when it comes to volunteering, may your reach always extend beyond your grasp. 